This is what? Hard to swallow. Gross. She should have put him back on the rack. You cannot talk to me. Hi, Swallows. Welcome back to Heart to Swallow Podcast. I'm your host, Emery Lavelle J, on Instagram and Twitter as Ain't I Emery, and add to J for my Twitter account. And of course, I'm joined here with some Negroes I know. That's right. That's right. <laughs> joining me now is Lyrical Mar on Instagram and Twitter as Lyrical Mar. And I'm so glad to be here. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Blessed and highly favored. Yes, it's Sunday, so I'm trying to keep it cute. You know what I mean? Of course. (laughs) And also joining me is my lady, my lady, my lady, Lindsay Wagner on Instagram and Twitter as Lynn Swags. It's me, everybody. It's me. It's me. It's me. (laughs) (laughs) I was supposed to give a, you know, a hip hop quotable. Should I do it? Yeah. Nah. Well, okay. I'll do one line. No. Listen, I'll do one line. You still sound lame. My name still rain. I still pop them thing things and bang bang bang. Rep for your hood. <laughs> one of the best guest verses by the Queen, another Queen, Foxy Brown. You heard? Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Oh, that came out of nowhere. <laughs> out, of, out of your Foxy archive. Okay. Yes. Foxy <laughs> Bulls, what up? One of my favorite, that is literally one of my favorite, favorite verses of hers. Like, okay. ever. It's so crazy. I was just talking about Foxy Brown. I was just saying that Bob the Drag Queen looked like her. Really? <laughs> with a purple <laughs> with a purple lip. Okay, I'm, a magenta, <laughs> a dark lip. <laughs> I will not participate in this buffoonery. Oh my bad. Never mind. Well anyway, I wanna say congratulations to Regina King. Yes. Emmy tonight. Honey what? Black Girl Matt. No, this is black woman magic. You understand? This is just wrong woman shit. Wrong woman. Oh, I'm so happy for her. I didn't even know. Right. So um, I, it just I happened not nominated. too long ago. Mm-hmm. I am she so won it for wa- happy her role in Watchmen. Deserves it. She was excellent in that, even though I didn't finish. But oh, she I was think. excellent. <laughs> it was great. It was. I could not stay with it. I don't know. I just it was I don't know. It was weird. Maybe I should she's go back. She's always excellent though. But she's yeah. excellent. She's, she's almost excellent won. Uh, uh, well, I don't know about her whole career. But I will say that, you know, even with the gaps in between a lot of her big projects, every time she come back, she come back big. You know? Yeah. Um, but she's basically almost won an award every year. Uh, from what I saw, I think the only year that she didn't was like 2017. Wow. But yes. 
and you know what? It's so interesting you say that because I just read an article about her. To you know, not uh, not too long ago, she had she entered her movie, her di- directorial debut, like for a movie mm-hmm. at Sundance, and she's she she sounds terrified because she knows so much is riding on this film being successful. You know, like I ever let she's she's like you know. Not only do I feel like if this film doesn't do well, that's going to say a lot about me as, you know, the director. And, you know, will they ever let another black woman have a chance? Have I ruined it for every other black woman that's coming after me that wants to do something like this? She's like, the, the, the pressure is just ridiculous. I'm so sure. I hope, you know, her Emmy win, like, eases some of the you know, the pain. <laughs> <laughs> I hope she don't feel like, I hate that she feels like she has to carry that mountain of weight on her well, back. Well, that's how they, well, that's what, what, Lift the, ass, what the living experience of, yeah. I have to face yeah. in Hollywood and entertainment, you know, especially if you get into higher echelons and A-list, you know, that A-list realm. It's very mm-hmm. tough. It is. Tough. You're only as good as your last project, honey. Oh, God. Congratulations. 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 And also, I want to give a special shout out to T Public. So we now have hard to swallow merchandise on tpublic.com. You may access these t shirts and tote bags and. <laughs> Morning yeah. coffee mugs and so much more and on their and website. They're, and they're cute too. They are. One of them even has me on there. Yes, we have a Lindsay Wagner t shirt. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Okay. That's cute, girl. Shout out okay. to Latessa for buying her Hard to Swallow podcast sweatshirt. Thank you, Latessa. We love you. She said she got yes. more stuff too. Oh yeah! Not just a, not just a, um, you know, please, one item, honey. Please take a picture in it. Thank you. Yes. Anybody that has bought something, please take a picture. I will post it on my page. I love you guys for all supporting, and it feels great. If you want to buy does. something, you may click the link in my Instagram or Twitter bio. I mean, because at the end of the day, it's just Emery and some like Negroes he knows. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing else. I mean, he even asked to ask who he is. Like, ain't I Emery? <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> or is he no. Sasha Garcon? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. no, I'm here for it. Thank you. We really appreciate it. Thank we really you. appreciate it, everyone. No, it's Big things, big things, big things happening. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to start us off tonight with um, something a little spicy. Ooh. Ugh. <laughs> what? Oh, I don't know if I'm. I might offend somebody. Can I start oh. off the topic by using spicy with a Latina? <laughs> <laughs> is that a, 
I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Slightly trying. <laughs> Slightly trying. Right. You know what that means. Well, this is when I'm going to pull out my Puerto Rican card. I mean, <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah, you're Puerto Rican. Okay. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. And it's Hispanic Heritage Month. Okay. Because it's not about her, but the juice is spicy, the, the drama. So, anyway, Offset <laughs> and Cardi. I'll call it a split. Cardi is divorcing him. Mm-hmm. Now, beyond popular belief, allegedly it's not because of cheating. It's just that because she's tired of arguing with him. Right. Mm-hmm. Though he has a history of cheating on her, um, in her own <laughs> words, she said, nothing crazy out of this world happens. Sometimes people really do grow apart. I've been with this yes. man for four years. I have a kid by this man, a household with this man. Sometimes you're just tired of the arguments and the buildups. Well, Cardi, we've yeah. all been there before. <laughs> yeah, honey. You said some real she said shit. she want to be out before it gets to that. Yes, she did. She said, before anything else happens, like the cheating or something else, I'd rather just call it a quit. Oh. Oh, huh. She's allowed. (laughs) That's an important lesson, though, because I think a lot of us wait for permission to feel like it's bad enough for us to have to leave. Like, I have to get cheated on, or I have to be hit. Oh, I have to be, you know, hit rock bottom before I decide to leave. Otherwise, I didn't work hard enough to stay. If you argue a lot, you definitely should be not together. So Wait, that's another one. Let some of our great grandparents tell it. They're going to be like, that ain't nothing. That's part of love. <laughs> well, to a certain extent it is, but it depends on if they argue every week, that's too much. They don't even know half of them. Some of them don't even know what love is because they ain't touched the man they've been married to for sixty years. They ain't touched him or laid in a bed with him in over twenty. So some of these older people don't have any license to talk to anyone about what love is and what constitutes, you know, someone basically. If if love is what you have, I don't want it. Whatever is a deal breaker for you, whatever your threshold is for bullshit, pain, misery, whatever it is, it is your prerogative to make that decision. You know, people have left for, for people leave relationships for all kinds of reasons, not just Mm -hmm. cheating. Yeah. Because sometimes your vision ain't in alignment with the motherfucker you with. That's what she said, actually. She said, well, what she said was, I got tired of tired of us not seeing eye to eye on a yeah, lot of things. She don't need him no more. <laughs> Damn, I feel so bad for future. Oh, I mean offset. <laughs> <laughs> Same nigga to me. Same <laughs> And I hope the same Good thing luck. happens and she pull a CC. Baby. And we all know what I mean by pull a CC. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
Girl, let her be happy. <laughs> Cece said, boy, you should know that. <laughs> she did. <laughs> come on, come on, notes. Okay. Bye. Well, congratulations on all your recent success. And I also want to give a special shout out to Culture. She has a, her own Instagram page. Oh <laughs> my God, she's so, she's so cute. cute. <laughs> I love her. And she's so bad. Um, everything is no, oh, oh. No. Yep. Okay. I love wow. it. I pray for her because that household is so loud. I hate loud houses. <laughs> Baby. Loud music. They're screaming. Ah! Oh my God. <laughs> Honey. Every day. Poor is baby. Mm -hmm. every, every day is like living with Jennifer Lewis and Jennifer I know, Hudson. I had a friend like that. Her house was loud. She yelled. The, the father was yelling. Wait up. Wait up. Wait up. Not it's like, me. how are y'all existing in the same space? How is she able to even pick up, like, your diction and how you communicate if you're always screaming? <laughs> I really want to know. <laughs> anyway, I got to bring this one up. Andrew Gillum. Oh, boy. He invited us. Into his world, with a he shared. Thing. He shared his world with us and told us <laughs> that he's bisexual. He also said, "Boy, you should know." <laughs> <laughs> Boy, you should know that. Okay. <laughs> Boy. I'm gagging at you, Lindsay. <laughs> Another one. <laughs> so those who don't know, this is the former candidate for um, governor um, who literally got thrown out of the running um, because of the scandal with the photos and everything that else happened. It wasn't like on the floor with vomit. It was just embarrassing. It was a mess. <laughs> no, it was a whole video, actually. Yeah, they, that they, shit was crazy. It was oh, like, ooh. It was one of those things that everybody has that one moment, like, I hope nobody ever see. That was his moment. Like, yes. <laughs> that was literally, and the whole world saw his moment. I feel the for him. Whole world. And he disappeared off the map for a minute because of that. And you got to. Yeah. He has some splaining to do. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, think that's kind of why he... Well, Lindsay, you know more still about the backstory of why he felt compelled to come forward. Well, His wife... Okay. It, his wife well, had some something involved into it. Well, here's the thing. Um, I saw a few parts of the um, the uh, interview that he did with Tamron Hall, and you know, they mm -hmm. were as transparent as um, they could be in this situation. Um, they let it be known that 
Well, his wife, RJ, a very lovely lady, by the way. Um, you know, basically, he told you know he told her she knew of him being bisexual. Andrew Gillum, however, maintains that you know he meant he met a bar met a friend at a bar, you know, while he was in town, and um, he doesn't remember anything except for being in a room with several officers after that. The everything you know that transpired may or may not have transpired in that room, he doesn't remember. But he was found naked, vomiting, with someone who was overdosing. And there was another gentleman also there. I believe that was the gentleman who called the police and most likely took the the footage and, Mm -hmm. and so forth. Mr. You know, Andrew maintains that he doesn't even, he didn't even know there was a third person. Like he doesn't remember any of the events. He just remembers meeting with the friend and then, then subsequently waking up or being awoken by police officers. Honestly, and this is all allegedly, with the way that the, the, the content looked, I can believe that explanation because it's possible. We yeah. talking about a nigga on the floor, like black folks don't sleep on floors. No, he no. was passed out in his own vomit. It was just, you know, something. It's it was too much. It just at his most vulnerable, like it was. Terrible. Yeah, and then it does also seem like. Frame, like wow, somebody caught me like this, and yes, somebody that I don't like, even know. To humiliate, yes, to yeah. humiliate. Yeah, it was. You know, I I sort of get that, but I guess with all the backlash, because you know, we know what a PMP is. Mm-hmm. We know uh, yeah. what a PM, We know what a PMP situation is. For those who don't know, that's party and play. That is app speak. That is um. I don't know. Do straight people do that kind of stuff? I don't know. Maybe they might, but that means that... Of course they do. No, but do they call it PMP? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know know if they have a different term for it. But what it means is you're having sex with crystal meth or some other form of drug. Drugs Mm -hmm. and having sex. Oh, girl. That's what that's about. Can the black girls please lay off the crystal meth? Please. So for him to be in a room where they found two big old packages of Tina, there's two white boys in there. One is overdosing. And one is not. And one was not. He called the, the police. So I guess with all of the um assumptions floating around after this 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 footage was taken, after the pictures. He decided to come disclose his sexuality, and he revealed that he is bisexual. Well, now, what do you guys wife, think about that? As long as the wife knew, I'm fine with it. That's how I. That's my stance as well. Mm-hmm. And I if think she this, knew, do you believe her, Lindsay? Do I believe that she knew he was bisexual? Yes. Yes. She spoke about it. She was very in comfortable in that conversation. She was very comfortable in that conversation because she made it clear that, you know, 
Andrew basically chose her and she was only interested in, you know, being in relationship with him and what that meant to their, you know, yeah. what that meant to, you know, the, um, she was probably, well, they referred to it as a covenant. They said that it was a sacred covenant between themselves. You know, I don't think he, I think that may, she may have been the only person that he ever disclosed to that he was bisexual, but he made it clear that he was like, I choose you, mm. you know? Yeah, I and know she was um, smacking him upside the head with her Hermes bag, honey. Possibly <laughs> because, well, this is what she said. Um, his wife, RJ, was basically like, she's, you know, she was cool with it when it was just him and her. She didn't sign on for all of, like, the entire world and know her business. Right. And I get that. When She was like, because when people talk about bisexuality, she was like, people think they can wrap their heads around it. They really can't. Mm -hmm. And she said she wasn't, she basically was like, uh, she wasn't up for the scrutiny. It was none of anyone's business except her and her husband. And mm -hmm. I get that. He didn't even owe the public that. And this is why we got to talk more about this later and really break it down to. Oh, baby, bye, bye, bye. Bye, bye, bye. Bye, bye. <laughs> oh, wait, let me go back. That was too high. Bye, 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 bye. Okay, there we go. Okay, that was too low. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. <laughs> bye. <laughs> bye, 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 bye. Too, no, maybe. Well, that was more on. Okay, we're going to take that one. Okay. But yeah, we got to talk about it. We really do. Yeah, we, we're going to get into it. We're going to get into it. But Mr. Gillum, I, you know, my, my feeling is that, um, and I, well, we, we just said we're going to get into it later, but I don't think his sexuality has any bearing on how effective he would be in public office. Mm -hmm. You know, it has nothing to do with anything. The only person he really... Um, you know, owed an explanation was his wife, you know? I agree with that. Um, <laughs> if he felt compelled to, re like he owed the world an explanation for why he did what he did, I, I hate that. I hate that he would feel like I owe them an explanation. I have to tell them I'm bi because of this. No, mm -hmm. he's coming out, I'm bi, and that's what it is. I'm perfectly fine with that. But don't I don't want anyone to feel like they owe somebody something, you know? Right. Child, maybe he just didn't want the girls to wonder. It's giving now you know. I don't give a fuck if hoes thought I slept on the cot outside in the alley. My life and what it is is what it is. You it's can make your life. assumptions. Make your assumptions. Exactly. Like <laughs> my life is my life and oh well. You know? Yeah. Well, well let's put the... I wish let's you... Put, yeah. I wish, you well. I wish you well. And maybe you'll get a, another opportunity to run for public office again. I hope he does. They say he is excellent. And it was a shame that he didn't win. You know yeah. what I mean? I wish his wife well. 
I wish her well as well. They've decided to repair their marriage. Like they both admitted that in 2019. They both admitted that 2019 was a hard year for both of them, and you know it was kind of. Oh, girl, listen. We don't need all of that. We heard the meat (laughs) of this. 2020 wasn't shit for all of us. Y'all going too far now. All I can say is kudos to her for <laughs> being being with her bisexual man proudly. I know that's right. Yes, takes courage. We'll get to that. And insecurity. Oh, okay. I'll stop. So we'll pause in the buzz and we'll talk about trans folks. And, oh, Lord. And not in a way that you assume. We're going to talk about Miss J.K. Rolling. Oh God, this lady. Oh, you mean the <sighs> the ghost from Christmas Past? Yes. Yes, her. The tree that must fall. <laughs> um. So she's on the fire once again by um. So for some from some transgender rights activists. Um, for her new novel, which features a cross-dressing serial killer. Now, I don't know what in her right mind made her decide to write a book up like this, given her history, but she just said, yeah, I'm going to fucking do it. She has a long history on Twitter and other spaces with making transphobic remarks and kind of revealing her transphobic attitudes by like retweeting certain things. So she published this book. Um, it's called Troubled Blood by Robert Galbraith or whatever. I think Galbraith. that's her. Yeah. Yeah. Her pen name. Yeah, her crime writer pseudonym or whatever. Anyway, it's the fifth installment of her um, some series that she's doing. Disgusting. Uh, you know, I guess I'll just get straight to it. I'm really disappointed in the way that she's doubling down on her transphobic views. And many of her colleagues and even fans of her on Twitter have called her out and provided more information about, you know, what it means to be trans and what it really is. But she chooses to be intransigent, you know, like... I take issue with very smart people that refuse to brush up on their facts. Specifically, mm-hmm. book writers that refuse to read and learn. Yes. <laughs> reject learning. Reject. There's a rejection of learning here. Yes. And it's just a huge disappointment. I love the Harry Potter's movie series. I read some of the books when I was younger. Um, it, it hurts, but she to sat her ass down. You know what? She's a sick human being. <sighs> I have, you know, I have quite a few things to say about this one thing I want to read is one of her quotes like this is what started it all I think she said in one of her tweets that young people are being shunted toward hormones and surgery 
that may not be in their best interest and compare, wait, I cannot read, and comparing the measures to conversion therapy. She's like, many, myself included, believing, believe we are watching a new kind of conversion therapy for young gay people who are set on a lifelong path of medication that may result in the loss of their fertility and or full sexual function. Hmm. She's calling um, hormone prescriptions the new antidepressants. Hmm. See, um, yes, they are sometimes necessary and life-saving, but they should be a last resort, not the first option. Pure laziness for those who would rather medicate than put in the time and effort to heal people's minds. Okay. This is, yeah, it's even worse than what you think. Mm -hmm. She's one of This those. is the rhetoric that she's espousing. And I am appalled. I am, you know, embarrassed by the scores. Like, I belong, I belong to a forum where I can't even go in these trans threads because the hatred, like, I, I can't. I, it's embarrassing to hear black women say that they support this lady, that they're going to write, read the book. You wow. know what I'm saying? Support and buy her books. They, you know, saying things that, you know, saying things like, I mean, it's the usual gobbledygook, but it is so fucking hateful to me. Trans women are men. They're pushing a male agenda. What's other bullshit they like to say? Um, oh, we have to we have to believe these people's delusions. Who are they to tell me? Who are they to tell people that their delusions? You know, their delusions about being a a woman in a man's body, or you know, well, they're only specifically. Usually oh, talking no. about trans women because That's exactly trans men, right. trans men never come into the equation, and it's and when trans men come into the equation, it's almost like they never say anything. You don't even see trans men as men, okay? Not only do you not see them as men, you don't even recognize you. <laughs> For the sake of your argument, that is the only reason why you're recognizing their supposed womanhood. It is so hateful. Like I said, it's embarrassing. It is awful how vitriol, like the vitriol that some women, not just, not just black women, there's a lot of women, period, heterosexual women that have vitriol toward trans women. But when I hear it from black women, it hits different. It hits different to me because when I see these young ladies at a ball, I'm looking at black women. I'm not looking, I'm not looking at whatever's between their legs. It's like a fixation with what you what they think is between their legs. And I think that's what's happening with JK Rowling. Obsessed. It's not even about the women themselves. It's about the genitals it's about what's alleged to be there and what they do with those genitals there's an unhealthy 
fixation. There's an unhealthy obsession with it. And, you know, all of that, I say all of that to say all of these people, you know, saying how they're going to support JK, you are complicit in the same type of rhetoric that gets trans women killed. You don't want them to exist. That is what you are saying, because that's what she's saying. In her heterosexual white woman privilege, this bitch is a billionaire. She's white. She ain't no fucking scientist. She is no doctor. And she has no right to tell people who they are. Heterosexual people, you have no right to tell people who the fuck they are. Discount invalidate their experience, dismiss their experience, just because you think you're normal or you fit under that banner of normalcy does not give you the right to deny someone else's existence and be complicit in their extinction. Because that is all, that is the only thing that this rhetoric does. It is hateful, it is harmful, and it is dangerous. And that's all I got to say on that. I wonder if she's ever even spoken to trans people in her life and asked them about their experience while she's making all these assumptions. Right. It's it's ridiculous. And at this point, it seems like she's not going to change her mind. No. And that's another thing that saddens me. Um, These people are not willing to do the work. They are so adamant. So adamant about, don't tell me what to call you. Never in my life would I have ever thought I would need a label to tell me who I am. The nerve, the fucking audacity. Fuck her. And you know, I'm going to add another layer. This is why time and time again, even though you just say what you said about the black women in your group, this is why the feminism of white women is very fucking questionable. What is it that you really want? It seems like you want to be white men. White men. That's it. You want to be able to, outside of being mediocre, uh, being effective at being mediocre, you want the ability to dismiss, discount, discredit, and invalidate other people while subjugating them. Mm -hmm. Make it make sense. (laughs) <laughs> it's disgusting and it's reprehensible well this is where we at with her so my advice to all of y'all I go flush ahead. down the toilet <laughs> <laughs> my advice to y'all I know it's gonna be hard to give up Harry Potter movies oh, just watch God. it illegally 
watch it illegally on certain websites, you know. Make sure she's not getting money out of it. I was never a fan. So it's easy. Oh. It, it's easy for you. Yeah. Yes, yeah, it's easy for you, but I don't really I don't really know her. I read all of the books <laughs> about two years ago and fell in love with the whole series. Especially it's, Hermione. It always it always appears so magical. <laughs> She's a piece well JK is a piece of shit. <laughs> She's a piece of shit. <clears throat> yeah. Well, I got some good news. The family of Brianna Taylor received a settlement. Mm -hmm. Or at least a settlement offer that they took. (laughs) Uh, $12 million. Wow. That is what the Louisville mayor has settled on to give the family. Now, this sparked a lot of controversy in Louisville because the police force, um, the president, was like, I feel like you rush prematurely to a decision and it makes it seem like you're not working alongside our team. And um, apparently the investigation really isn't closed yet. I'm just sitting on the side like, how much time do y'all fucking need to investigate? Well, I think they need time to investigate. But my thing is, why the fuck did they have to settle so quick? She, she didn't die that, yesterday. She wasn't murdered yesterday. She well, wasn't murdered a month ago. She again, wasn't murdered two months ago. Yeah, she, she's been murdered. But to me, first of all, 12 ain't enough. It should have been $120 million. Well... I don't mind. I don't mind that person at all. Because the fucking lottery, you know, just use the lottery money. This is the largest payout in the history of Louisville. And when it comes to um, any type of lawsuit concerning um, police excessive force. Louisville, shit. And it's also one of the highest in the country. It's not the number one, but it's one of the highest in the country. So it is a very large payout, but I guess this really isn't a price that you can put on someone's life. On life. Yeah, it's no price that you can put on someone's life. They will never life. see her again, and the way she never went out was again. so foul. Like, yeah. a, a knock, what was it, a knock, what do they call it? Some I type of knock that. warrant? Knock warrant or something, child. Yeah. Um... Yeah, the police whole thing was they wanted to make sure that it wasn't an accident or this, this, and that. I'm like, she was murdered in her own home and wasn't given proper notice. <laughs> stop you, you trying can't to make this up. <laughs> like, stop resisting the truth, the facts. You the cannot. facts are the facts. <laughs> you cannot make this shit up. Even if you tried. This man is really more concerned with protecting his image. In the in the police force, they don't want to look bad. Uh, child, you, you can't yeah. make this up. They already look they already look bad. 
There were also some critics that, you know, they felt like the family was being bought out. Um, and we know that the family sold out. Like, y'all some sellouts for taking this money. Y'all should be more concerned with the police officers actually going to jail. We can take the money and be concerned with the policemen going to jail at the same time. Shut the hell Thank up. Thank you. Don't tell them what to do, what, what's right for their family. Let them take the coin. Let them that give them all the coin. That doesn't anything. And it doesn't mean that the police aren't going to jail. Exactly. So shut the hell up. That's nothing but hateration. Uh, I don't know about that. I mean, the thing is, it's given, you know, I I was a little upset they took the money. Um, I, I also think it could have been more. And I also think they should have been concerned with those men going to jail. Maybe they are concerned with it. But... We don't, don't know, know what if, stipulations are in place. Well. Well. Listen, I'm not going to tell the grieving family what they should and shouldn't do. No. But some people would, wouldn't take the money. Mm-hmm. That's a lie. <laughs> I, I, I don't know a lot of motherfuckers that's turning down $12 million. Oh, I don't want $12 million. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I heard about it. I, I want to keep working way. my shit city job. While yeah. also grieving the loss of my While daughter, also my grieving sister. the loss of my sister, brother, you know, whatever. Yeah, auntie, whatever, yeah. No, they going to take the $12 million. No, you can keep your $12 million. <laughs> I don't know about that one. <laughs> it would be a very low percentage of people who would reject that. Twelve million one enough. It ain't Sorry. like it's twelve dollars. Like, <laughs> well, listen, that's several salaries. Okay, some that's of these act- niggas ain't. They can't hold twelve dollars. <laughs> I, ain't talking about, I ain't talking about niggas I'm talking about the family Okay Baby 12 million dollars Is a hundred thousand dollars Alright 120 times <laughs> Listen Well congratulations Well I, I'm look I'm Should happy to be congratulated I don't know if it's really congratulations. Yeah, I mean, they got a settlement. That's that's a congratulations. I'm I'm happy that they got something. At least to hold them off. But justice needs to happen. But well, that's hateration right there. That why? Because I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) If you don't move, you need to you, you need to stop um fucking trying it. Congratulations yeah. for getting that coin from the from the uh, from the man. <laughs> it ain't like they said, "Get the money and shut your fucking mouth." Okay. Well, I hope. No, they, I, I want hope... them to keep fighting for justice. Yeah. You know, it's terrible. Another yeah. young life lost. Like, 
That did not need to go down. No, it didn't. Nope. No, it did not. Mm-mm. All right. Y'all in the mood to get hit? Oh, real so, so quickly? Yes. I'm always down for some quick hit. How could you not be? It's never quick, though. <laughs> <laughs> Getting some hit. Who's on the docket? You know, since we've been talking about buys, I'm like, <laughs> I'm going to suck oh. a bad guy's dick today. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Somebody with a smooth voice and I hope a mm-hmm. smooth brown dick. <laughs> somebody with a big white smile and I hope some big white kids bitch oh wow yes pearly white pearly white (laughs) the person deserving of head tonight is Avery Wilson yeah. Ooh. He's so cute. Maybe Wilson deserves some fucking head. <laughs> some he motherfucking also, head. He also has a real thick neck. Did you notice? <laughs> oh, wow. I never Bitch. got into his thick neck. Girl. What exactly does that connotate? Like, what does that mean? It can mean many things. It means he got a thick neck, bitch. <laughs> and, he, and he got <laughs> and he got a motherfucking Adam's apple, and it's like, bitch, it's just giving like, you know how a tiger has a thick neck. Mm-hmm, bitch, mm-hmm. bitch, he got a thick neck, girl. It's Bob. It's over. Okay, thick necks. Okay. Baby, baby Wilson got body, 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 baby. Mm-hmm. And, she, mm-hmm. and he looked like he, sh- and he looked like he shaved everywhere. Oh, girl. Oh yeah, it's probably all bare, all bare. And he's what also bi- He's also bisexual, like Andrew Gilliam. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You gotta keep the girls updated. Yeah. Oh, you should know that. What? <laughs> Grace, you know. Yeah, if y'all don't fucking move with that lyric. <laughs> oh yeah, but that's a, that that looks like a good time though. Mm. I got you on my <laughs> bye. <laughs> Oh, I, I got you on my mind. <laughs> Maybe Riri Wilson. Okay. <laughs> no. Yeah, he's, he's a cutie. He is. Uh-huh. He is yeah. a cutie. Uh-huh. Yes, he is. I follow him on Twitter. Mind you, I didn't start following him on Twitter. <laughs> Until he said that he was bi, I was like, okay, you know what? Yeah, really? <laughs> like, <laughs> here she go. He was giving, hey, dickhead. <laughs> hey, dickhead. <laughs> <laughs>
Some guys, some guys are only about <laughs> that thing, that thing. Come on, sing it, Avery. Come on. <laughs> that motherfucker can run, by the way. I was, was looking at some videos of him on, um, what was it called? Song Association with... No, um, amazing. Oh, my God. The man sings down. Mm-hmm. He sings down. Mm-hmm. You know that motherfucker went to church every Sunday. Every- when he was a kid. <laughs> and, yep, and, he's, and he's staying behind for the women's program. All that. <laughs> okay. And then he did the Christmas program and played Jesus program. Christ. <laughs> and then sung the lead. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's what I was about to say. Why kids? Yeah. I, just imagine, I just imagine him eating some pussy. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> we see you talking about church and you sitting here thinking about getting pussy ate. Well, I don't even know why y'all put him in the church. You know. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I'm, I'm trying to keep this on track. We're trying to get ahead. Y'all talking about church. It doesn't go together. Yes, it does. <laughs> <laughs> the voice takes me to church. Okay. And my head takes him to church. What you mean? Amen. <laughs> it goes together. Okay. Like white on rice. That's it. Amen. Does. Yes, I- oh, <laughs> <laughs> Woo, Kiki. Yeah, I'm gonna keep following him. I'm just, I'm waiting for him to like drop a nude or something. You know what's coming. Or well, only fans, maybe. I have one of him. I have one of him. <gasps> yeah. Yes, I'll send it to you. The fuck It's it's I'll send it to you, honey. The front. <laughs> it's it's the front. Yes. Oh. It, it's old. It's old, though. Remember when it happened? You probably didn't pay attention. I didn't. He probably didn't matter then. <laughs> Only worry about dicks that I can have. <laughs> right. I'm kidding. You're not. You well. You're not. You, you're. I, I believe that statement, though. For to a certain extent, though, that's true. <laughs> I never heard you say you want a Will Smith dick. You know why? Because that's Jada Pinkett's dick. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I have, I'm, I am attracted to Will Smith, and I have been for a long time, though. Oh wow! Really? He got off some. He got some thick legs and a big butt. He a always had a butt. juicy ass. Yeah, yeah. And then it's this one picture of Will Smith in like a crop top hoodie, I think. But when he was just a crop top shirt, whatever, bitch. The, I'd be like, mmm, that is my type of bitch queen. And one and on Fresh Prince of Bel Air, he had a real small waist. Yes, I love a small waist in a crop top. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, this ain't even about Will Smith, but maybe no, it's not. It's too. about Avery Wilson. Okay, one person. But we said enough about him. Let's wrap it up. Right no, wait a minute. Wait, we're not about to wrap it up. If I gotta wrap it up, I'm not giving you it. Oh. You know what? That's yeah. a conscious decision one has <laughs> to make. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. We, we got we got sponsors on the way. Wrap it up. Wear protection. <laughs> yeah. We got you know sponsors. <laughs> but if you make a conscious decision to suck dick without a condom, listen. Do it responsibly. Right. Yeah. Look no at judgment. it first. Look at it first. Look at it first. <laughs> 
looking at it is not enough. But look at it. If you see More it, like you it. it, inspect it. Look at inspect it. it. Like I ain't fat. Check it. No. Then swap when you're not. You know. Just okay. And I know. Well, yeah. It's I'll do your job, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love Avery Wilson. I play with him almost every day. I know he'd be tired of me, <laughs> but I'm not. The, but I'm not the only one, though. Oh no, I've seen the people in his um, mentions. The queens take over. When I tell you the queens take over, he was him, talking about something unrelated. Him and Rome. Him and Rome Flynn. The Ooh, queens sure. have taken them over. You hear me? No shade. I know he. They literally cannot log in. It's an any Without social a media account. <laughs> I'm Without not gonna lie. I'm another one that's always at Rome Flynn too. <laughs> but you're not even gay. Y'all are trying it. I know, but Rome Flynn—that—that's my baby mama. Like he not even—he not even the top in our relationship. He, Your he narcissism not... knows no <laughs> bounds. Yeah, wow! Right. Wow! 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 Really? He looked like he could be your older cousin. So? Cousins been sleeping with each other since the beginning of time. How do you think you got here? <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> you got Why are you here, saying that? Because he's black? Shut <laughs> <laughs> <Get> up. <laughs> Yeah, that's how I got here. <laughs> <laughs> no, she we she thinks we look alike. We look we, we we got a few features that are similar. Not that you look alike, but there's some commonality. But we look like we can be relatives. And if you crack your nose, y'all would really look alike. Don't be telling people my my plans. <laughs> Girl. But, Here's the thing, and this has always been my motto. If you are not attracted to people that look like you, then what does that say about how you see yourself? I'm going to let you run with that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. But if you're straight, if you don't think people that look like you are attractive, then what does that say about how you see yourself? So, no, so you're to, just going to continue, right? He's trying to fix it. <laughs> he, he had to fix it. Child. Well, I'm gay. And it's, it's different when you, you're gay and straight. I'm, I'm attracted to the same sex. Gender. Mm-hmm. Yes, you are. Yes, you I will, are. I, I will not be shamed <laughs> for it. Anyway, if you don't fucking move, <laughs> he is be still fighting. He is still trying it. He's still, he's still fighting. Yep, and I'm gonna keep fighting to the end. It's not gonna change. The black oh, narcissist. The black narcissist. The black twink. The black narcissist. No, the black narcissist. Just narcissus. <laughs> okay. Here she is in full bloom before her birthday. Okay. That's fine. Anyway, <laughs> as I was 
doing, I was giving Avery Wilson hand. I hope yeah, you anyway. enjoyed the little bit that you got for now until we meet up in person. And, we, and right. we're not even giving him hair for no reason. We just we just doing it because this is the bisexual episode. This is the bisexual, and we want to be clear about that. That's mm-hmm. how we used to say it on Comic View in the nineties. They used to say bisexual. <laughs> how you know if your man is bisexual? I'm like, why y'all always say it like that? Anyway, yes. moving on to the topic of the day. Bisexual. Can we put? Here's the T O D, the topic of the day. It might sound crazy, but it ain't no lie. Baby, bye 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 bye. bye, bye, bye. <laughs> <laughs> No, I definitely had to talk about the bias this week because <laughs> I've been feeling like that word has been coming up a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, with Niecy Ness and then Avery Wilson, then Andrew Gillum. What's Niecy Nash? Oh, don't do Niecy. No, I said word. No, he said word. Oh, oh, word. Okay, but no, um, and also, the conversation of bisexuality kind of was talked about a little bit on a panel with Lisa Ray and um, them other girls that's on there. Claudia Jordan, Salina Johnson, and Vivica A. Fox. The legend, the icon. I was actually just watching Set It Off. Again, and I was like, this bitch is iconic. She's been in so many iconic movies. She had on a Dion Warwick wig. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't she? I've only seen that movie once, by the way. I've seen it several times as a child, but I forgot about it. When I watched it again (laughs) at 13. How are you watching this as a child? I know. But then I watched it again when I was 13 and I actually like understood what was going on. I was like, bitch! I got emotional watching it. Yeah, but um, anyway, this ain't about about legendary ass. But um, (laughs) I just kept hearing the word bisexual coming up. And the first thing that I thought about is Oh, oh no! That's a whole homosexual. Oh, right you there. don't. Okay, you don't think what? <laughs> but no, the first thing I thought about was the world does not believe that bisexuals exist. <laughs> no, they don't. And on either side of the spectrum. On either side that of goes the spectrum. for homosexuals, and that also and heterosexuals. Goes for heterosexuals. Mm. Yeah, it seems like it's constantly a battle of, like, I'm always hearing things like, you're just gay. And honestly, <laughs> it's, it's never, you're just straight. It's always, if you show even a little bit of badness, bisexuality, you're just gay. Actually, for the women, for women and men, it's kind of like the opposite. Because... That is true. 
That is true. They always think that the women are playing around. The lesbian world is like, you know, that that's the world that created, you know, the term by curious, you know, um, for women that like to straddle the (laughs) fence, straddle the fence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they don't just pin them as being gay. They don't. That is so interesting that it's like it's that. So many nuanced conversations around bi- bisexuality, especially as it relates to not only the different sides of the spectrum. And when I say spectrum, I mean Kinsey scale, you know, that measurement from zero to six, where it's your heterosexual is zero, six. I think it, that is that how it works, I mean? Yeah, it's like they have different um, marks in between. Right. At, and at the middle would be considered yeah, but, bisexual. But there's, right. But the thing about it is just because you have a proclivity toward one or the other doesn't mean you can't either be romantically or sexually or physically attracted to the other. You know what yeah, I mean? Absolutely. And that's when I think people get it twisted. We don't understand everything that's going on in the world. We don't understand people. It's it's quite evident to me. Um, We live in a world, everything exists in this dichotomy. Like you're either this or you're that. Yeah, and that's not that. true. And it's not I've, true. <laughs> I've often said that if most people were able to really step out of the confines of this sort of like binary type thinking, yeah. they would realize there's a whole other world that exists. You know what I mean? Right. Like between, in betwixt and between heterosexual and homosexual there's so many things going on, you know? I mean, I mean, like well, <laughs> I looked up bisexuality and it says that the term bisexual is used to describe a person who's experiencing, a person who experiences emotional, romantic, and or sexual attractions to, or engages in romantic or sexual relations with more than one sex or gender. It's pretty straightforward. But in real life, it's not. In real because life, it's not. On the, yeah, because on the heterosexual side, here's how, heterosexual, here's how heterosexuality works. Two men fucking, you're gay. You're gay. <laughs> that's it. And that's pretty much the rule. That's what you prefer. Right. And there's always an assumption that you're getting fucked. <laughs> always. Because that's the only way. That's the that only way the it can go. Associative way that heterosexuals <laughs> think. Like the first, first of all, they always think gay men, all they do is have sex all day. There's this weird like notion. <laughs> there's, there's this weird notion that. Gay men just are engaging in sex. They don't. There's no other area of their lives that they're partaking in except sex. Pretty much. And so, if you're a man, I'm a see. And it's interesting because for me, the language surrounding bisexuality, 
DL download culture. It started with JL King's book. And I believe it was called On the Down Low. So it was almost like he don't know what he did too, because not only did he create like, well, down low itself became like a slang term, not just for you know, it's of R. Kelly. Were, <laughs> right. It became a song. Not just not just to describe men who were, you know, um hetero presenting, um, but partaking in homosexual sexual relationships secretly or secretly closeted. It became something else more than that. But what his book really did is I think it became like some sort of, I don't know, black women actually took up the mantle and it was like their, aha, you bisexual men, all you do is trick us. You know what I mean? Like there's this notion of trickery associated with um, black men, well, um, DL men that I think really stemmed with from that book. That whole idea of, you know, being tricked. It's like a trigger for, for Black women when they're discussing bisexuality, you know, that comes up all the time. Oh, and you know, back then there was this inherent, well, it still exists, this inherent fear of HIV and AIDS that I think black women or women in general, but black women, because a black man wrote that book, I'm speaking of black women, they hold on to that. Because at the time when that book was written, I think it was like 2003, 2004, big AIDS crisis, big HIV AIDS crisis. And it was disproportionate. Women had the highest Black women had like the highest statistics, um, one of the highest statistics in the country for HIV and AIDS. And a lot of it was attributed to possible, um, you know, the men that they were dealing with engaging in homosexual relationships. That was, th that book kind of almost solidified that erroneous thinking you know discounting the fact that that is not the only way you could contract that disease right. or illness you know what i mean um i think it becomes a slippery slope <laughs> what y'all think i think uh <laughs> I said it might sound crazy, but it, <laughs> it ain't uh, no lie, baby. Bye bye bye. <laughs> bye bye. Um I mean it is what it is. You know, when I look when I look at a bisexual person, they be like, Oh I'm bisexual, but I actually got to know a few bisexual people in my life in the last year for, for professional reasons. And I asked questions like a motherfucker. I mm -hmm. mean, I actually did what um, an annoying straight person does to a gay person. Like when they ask questions. But when I, but, but I had to do the same thing with this bisexual because I'm like, 
So what's the biggest difference between when you're with a girl and when you're with a guy? Because, <laughs> you know, a bitch, a, a person that can go from one extreme to the next like that has got to be a patient motherfucker because men and women are two different species. They think, act, and speak differently. <laughs> and it's given, what kind of person are you? So I asked questions and, you know, he answered me very regular and it was given bitch today I have a taste for this tomorrow I may have a taste for that so I mean I guess that pulled me closer to you know understanding what that's about but I haven't always been it the person did? that because that doesn't even seem like an answer well it was an answer because he likes boys and girls and for him he didn't have a favorite some days he wants to be with a girl. Some days he wants to be with a guy. It changes. He's attracted to both. See, and this is where the, this is where the conundrum lies for me. And I know it's my heterosexual privilege talking. And this is where it gets tricky with bisexualism because, to me, that's not. I don't know. That's not a satisfactory answer for me. Well, what do you want them to say? I don't know. It's not about what I want them to say. It's uh, it's more about like, you know, bisexuality is not just about sex. The, you asked him a very specific question. I might have a taste for this. Taste is implying well, yeah, a I was sexual asking him. I was asking him about sex, though. Oh, you were asking about sex. Because when to, I me, think of, see, to, to me, the emotional connection is not hard to understand for me. You know, that's not hard to understand. But the sexual part is a little bit difficult. I want to know things about that. I don't want to know about why you fell in love with her. I don't want to hear about that shit. I don't want to hear why you fell in love with him. To me, I believe that can happen. But to me, the sex part or if you're in a relationship and you're bi, it's interesting to me. So that's what I was asking him about. Oh, okay. Well, here's Being the in a thing. Relationship. Here's the thing, like, once again, I don't know if these, these are the questions I have in my mind and they're most likely inappropriate. But when I think of bisexuality, I always think of, you know, especially if there's someone who I know is actively like <laughs> actively engaging in sex primarily with men. Right. My question then becomes not that they're not that they're not attracted to women or anything like that, but does your attraction to women have anything to do with this lingering sense of wanting to be normal, what's considered normal, is there a lingering sense of heteronormativity in your mind? You want to have children. Like these are all of the, these are all of the things I think of, especially when, because when you think of a lot of um, young black men, and you know, you know this, um, when they first come out, Bisexual is a very comfortable term that puts heterosexuals at ease because the bi part 
insurance that maybe there's a possibility that that person <laughs> may go with the right sex and have a normal life. You know what I mean? So this is what I mean about these questions, these um, questions or conversations surrounding bisexuality get very convoluted. So what, you, so what, you, so what you're saying is, if you ain't touched a piece of pussy, if you ain't touched years, a piece of pussy in over 15 years, <laughs> and that's not appropriate for me to even be asking somebody, but am I to assume that you really like women like that? You want to? Is there an expiration? But you would touch some pussy if you wanted to get, if you wanted to have a baby, or you would touch a pussy if it's attached to a trans man. See now, if you reducing a, a trans man who is um, identifying as a man to their biological female part, I don't know if this is considered bisexual, like. I don't know if that goes under the bisexual rim because you like a pussy, but it has to be a, surrounded by something male. You know what I mean? Liking, liking pussy itself. Is that enough for you to con be considered bisexual? These are questions I have, tons of which may be inappropriate and not fair. Sometimes well, it's people make these unfair assumptions that if bisexual people choose their partner, like in the case of Andrew Gilliam, I mean Gillum, if they choose one gender over the other, that they are incapable of being faithful and loyal partners and not necessarily cheat with the other sex. Yeah. And that's on both sides. That's on the heterosexual side. That's also on the homosexual side because a lot, I find that a lot of gay men, they kind of scoff at, you know, bisexual men. That's not my experience with that. I know that you, we had this conversation before. Mm -hmm. And you and Marcus said that a lot of gay men are kind of like, I guess, almost turned off by the fact that a man is bi. I think that's not what turned on, Not turned off, but possibly feel threatened. They don't want to be bothered with no bisexual man. Possibly it's being feeling threatened because... You know, you can have a baby with a woman. And that's something that a man is, can't provide. So on, on a dating level, you're saying? Yes, on a dating relationship level. So sexually, maybe not so much. That might not Let be a Let me tell threat. you something. People like to get stuck and people stick their things into any... It doesn't matter. The sexual component is not the issue for me. The sexual component is more so the emotional component being in relationship that I'm most intrigued by. You know what I mean? That's just me personally. So that's what I also wanted to point out. Um, when we always talking about 
um, sexuality, we leave out sometimes who you are romantically attracted to. Because you can be bisexual and be homo-romantic. You can exactly. be bisexual and hetero-romantic. Which one, you can sexually want to fuck either one. Absolutely. But who do you want to date? Right. And, and for the difference. be in relationship with. And it is a difference. And that's and what I'm can, most interested in. You can possibly want to date both. Now, I say this because I've, I've come across this before. Um, I was... Uh, you know, talking to, getting to know a guy who happens to be trans as well. Um, and he told me, well, I'm bisexual, but I'm heteroromantic. I only have sex with guys, but I date women. Got it. I feel he said, well, he said you basically feel more comfortable dating women. And I was like, okay, we can just fuck. <laughs> I mean, we ain't fuck, but I mean, I was like, okay. But he said, it's not that I don't date guys. It's just that in my experience, it's just, I'm always kind of resistant to the idea because it doesn't work for me really. And I was like, okay, got it. So, I mean, it's great to know. I mean, Everyone's not the same. There are studs out here that <laughs> do the same thing. That continuously some... date bisexual women. Yep. And are continuously I well I don't like the term stud. Okay. <laughs> what they use the term stud. They use the term I know, stud. But I don't do like not that. use that term you like using. <laughs> <laughs> I know you don't like that term. I don't like that term. It's buck to me. Oh my god. Anyway. No, but there's an issue <laughs> on lesbian side. Bisexuality comes, you know, it, it it is on that side, it is sort of like a threat, you know, because there's this common consensus like once you touch a dick. You know, no, that's what I was about to say. So I know, I, I, I knew of, I know a stud that she's um, romantically she deals with women, so she's homo romantic, but she get dick on the side, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and so. it can it can be the other way. It can it's be the other so, way. I'm telling you, I always say to people, if you opened your mind, you would a whole new world would be presented to you. Just let it be. Hence hence all these nuanced conversations. Um and then, you know, when it comes to well when it when we talk about Andrew Gillum, because you know, Lisa Ray went on this tirade about, you know, Yeah, I have to get back to these, that. She was using all of these negative connotations like, oh, she, you know, she thinks she was dating someone that was suspect, you know. Yes, and, and she kept on, you like, yeah, he, he looked like he was suspect. See if they, because, you know, any type of anal play is gay or bi. That is not true. It's that not true. so not true. And no one likes to think of, see, and here, once again, uh, 
it's exhausting this conversation especially when I'm, I'm speaking to other black women because a lot of them they refuse to change their mindset it's all about like you know they'll say things like you know people can love who they want to love but you know just tell me so just i can so i can reject you everything is about trickery everything is about i'm having kids with you and you're going to be having sex with a man let's talk about why people don't feel comfortable they don't understand that there's a cause and effect i remember having a like a going back and forth with someone about this recently it is no changing their mind and they they're always trying to bait me you know like and and you know the conversation becomes oh lindsay i know you work with them meaning like oh i know your answers have to be safe because you work with gay men because that's the reason it can't possibly be that you think that way because lindsay you know because i always have to be the example because lindsay would you want to deal with a man that you were in love with you had children with and then all of a sudden he says you know oh my god i want to be with men and i've been having sex with men i said i i always say to them i have reached a point in my life where men having sex is not repulsion to me and i understand that i am in a very small minority but men having sex with men is not repulsive it's something for me that needs to be normalized i would not want my man to be cheating on me with anyone man or mm, woman exactly y'all leave it out it really should be about the cheating okay it's not about who they're fucking it's about bitch you have you violated no <laughs> yeah okay like the sanctity of our marriage and the fact that there's always so this implication that, that is somehow worse you cheat on me with the same sex with a man how dare you cheat on me with a man because a fucking a man is the worst thing i said but you're not gonna do me like that i write about men making love all the time establishing intimacy between you're talking to the wrong bitch and you you think using me you think turning the tables on me is going to make me agree with you it's not and i know that and i'm willing to stand alone i'm willing to die on this cross you know what i mean but these women are so stuck in this I'm being tricked. You're fucking a man. That's the most repulsive thing I've ever heard. It's unnatural and oh my god, that's the worst thing that could ever possibly happen. Cheating us like it's just bizarre to me and I, like I don't know how to fix it. I don't. I've been having individual conversations with people but no one wants to hear that all they want to do is turn that conversation on me and i will tell you this a gay man also used that tactic on me of course and you know what i said to him i said you know what it's okay not to want to be with a gay man how about that it is okay 
But guess what? There's a way to say that. There's a way to frame that answer if you were asking the question, if you were answering a question about it. Your first response does not have to be repulsion. It really doesn't because your preference is your preference and that's fine. But when your preference is, you know, um, when your preference, I can't even frame this, what I want to say, you can't degrade and, 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 and denigrate something because you don't know what it means or you don't like it. You can have your preference without denigrating and, and you know, being nasty about it. Right. Like, I, I, don't it. Say, I don't say shit like, I'm strictly dickly. I think it's stupid, number one. I think it's childish. And I think it's insulting. And what does that even mean? I don't fuck a dickly. I don't. I don't like that kind of shit. I just, I, there's certain things that I just don't subscribe to. And I know I'm in the minority, but these are crosses I live and die on. I am not about trying to disrespect or offend anybody. And if it's something I can learn, I'm going to learn it. Now, when these young, when Lisa Ray was going on her tirade about Andrew Gillum, you know, once again, Selena Johnson had to make that clear. Like, we have to think about why the Andrew Gillums of the world don't feel comfortable about disclosing their sexuality in the first place. That is, stop acting like everything is all good when people come out. The fact that they have to come out. The fact that they even have to disclose their sexuality. Do I walk around saying, I'm heterosexual? And, you know, people, Woo. because I work with gay men, you know, and this community, I'm always asked, like, well, are you gay? Because the only, the only way that people can reconcile me caring so much about issues that affect queer people is that I must be gay. So I'm always, I'm always being asked about my sexuality and I always say, does it matter? That is my new answer. I I'm 100% can relate. Every time the conversations of trans folks come up, they're like, so do you want to be a girl? Which is so ridiculous. It's so fucking ridiculous. Like, if your activism, if that's what your yeah. activism looked like, that you have to be something to care about it, then we ain't the fucking same. We, ain't, we are not the same, bitch. We ain't the same. But something I wanted to get back to is, um, well, you kind of already touched on it. Like, we got to get to the root of why you're even disgusted with these things. Um why they have to come out. I was actually just looking at a post or tweet, I'm sorry, from George M. Johnson. And he was saying how, he was like, (laughs) I'm actually, it's time to abolish the term coming out. 
Because coming out implies that you're revealing something dark that shouldn't be known or something that's disturbing or disgusting that should be kept hidden. Um, I am letting you know who I am so you can know how to treat me. Boom. I am letting you know this, you know, just to give you a heads up. Exactly. To make you comfortable. To make you comfortable. And that's, that was another one of his points. Coming out, it really seems like it's for the other people. Yes. Yes. So, so heterosexuals and who love labels, who they the can The same hate. motherfuckers that are crying about cisgender, what term is that? Y'all love fucking labels. Y'all love labels. But don't label yes. me. <laughs> don't label me. But, but I want y'all to label yourself. I want so y'all I, to label yourself so I can know who the fuck I'm dealing with. So I can know I can hate you. So right. I can know. I need to so know I, who I So don't I fuck can with. treat you badly because you don't belong <laughs> to what I belong to. Exactly. So when they be always like, why don't they just come out and just say that? And just, this like is it's so why. easy. <laughs> like it's so like it's so wonderful. Like you're gonna treat them like equals, like there's gonna be some equity in their humanity once Everything they is reveal the same. their queerness. Get the fuck out of here. Like this is it's insane to me. It's a catch twenty two. And, <laughs> like... and with this and with Andrew Gillum coming out. It was just revealing people's homophobia once again and their biphobia. Yeah. Because it was it was homophobia because they all quickly labeled him gay. And then it was biphobic because they, it, again, it's almost as if it doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. You fuck a man, you gay. You suck dick, you... You gay. You a man, you suck dick, you, you gay. Yeah. That's it's no, not true. Yeah. It's not true. A man who sucks dick and, and, and gets fucked or get fucked somebody in the ass, they can also love a woman and fuck her in her pussy. And do it. Oh, and thank you, and thank you for breaking okay. that down, Lindsay. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, because these motherfuckers, you got to say it plain. Now, and I think we talked about the straight side, but I think another reason that Another interesting thing that happens, should I say, on the gay side mm -hmm. is that you have these men that do actually lie about being bi. Mm -hmm. Because it's almost like they're trying to achieve a certain social status, almost. I don't know. As if it's like climbing the social ladder because you're a little bit less gay. And um, then everyone, oh! You're more of a man. Honey, you're more of a man when you're by. I'm gonna tell y'all who this is after the show. <laughs> I will, I swear to God, I will never forget this one person. He's in ballroom. Someone asked him the question, and he was like, You know, like someone was interviewing him, and he said to the person, a trans woman at the time, not that that's even relevant, but he said to her, he was like, you know I'm bi. 
she was like, okay. And he was like, yeah, I just left my girl. She was like, okay. You're at a ball. <laughs> you just walked sex siren. Like, she was like, but nobody, like, she was looking around, even asked you that. But some inclination for Wait, him hold to on. make Lindsay, that clear. You're breaking up. How? I don't, okay. So, you know, okay, so you said that. Um, she was he was being interviewed by her, and then he came out of nowhere and said that he's bi. Yes, he's like, you know, I'm bi. She was like, okay. He was like, I just left my girl. Okay. Oh wow. What about it? Like, why? You just <clears throat> walk sex iron. You're at a ball. She was like, oh. But she didn't say it like that, but she was like, so how was it walking sex siren tonight? <laughs> it was insane. But in the midst of all of that, he had to reaffirm his masculinity yes. and mention that he was, he was dating a woman or having sex with a woman or whatever it was. So, yes, and that's the difference. It's so weird. I, I, I do, I, you know, I, it might come as a privileged thing it might be me saying, as a gay person, like, are you really fucking bi? Prove to me that you're bi. However, just... however, because I know that there is, it does exist that some of these gay people hate themselves and they're trying to find in which way to find some type of medal or badge of honor to be better than the rest. I'm more masculine. I'm half more body. The biggest thing. I'm bi. Being bi is just one of those things sometimes that they use to use as a medal of honor. Uh-huh. It is to reaffirm and assert their masculinity. Because I'm a real man. I'm a real man. I'm a real man. man. Like I told you, there's that little banner of heteronormativity hovering. Like, yes. I'm normal. You know what I mean? Hovering in the back. So if I can speak for myself, it's something that I'm checking. I think that when I hear by sometimes, I'm always like, are you just saying that so you can be seen as more of there a There is some skepticism every time. I don't give a fuck yes. who says it. Straight side or the queer side. I'm always like, and I, I need really, to stop that. I'm checking myself. I do it. I do it sometimes. But I'm always and, and like, I have a long history. Of how, how by are you? That's not for me to be asking. It's not for me to be asking. Exactly. <laughs> it's really not. It's so ridiculous. But those, that's where it comes from. All those questions are inappropriate. But, you know, I've come up, I, I don't know why. I've attracted a lot of bi guys. I've made my theories about why that is. I don't, but I really don't know why that is. But a lot of bisexual men have come my way. Not all of them. But some of them, I always sat in the back of my mind, like, are you really, bitch? Are you trying to prove something to me? You know when it's genuine and when you know when somebody is building this facade. This is true. So I don't know. I don't know. 
<laughs> but it's I'm not disgusted. It's a conundrum. It's a conundrum. But again, and it's I not am, I admit it. It's not foolproof. I am not 100%. You know, I admit I'm, that. Yeah, I have work to do. I have work to do. Because I'll be looking at you. When's the last time you touched a dick? Or when's the last time, bitch, you touched a fucking pussy? Prove to me. Show me the receipts. Pull out your book so I can know. Like, it's so bizarre. It shouldn't stupid. even matter. But for it me, shouldn't even my matter. Mind, and when I do that, exactly. I'm like, why are you even preoccupied? The, right. The attraction is the only thing that matters. Like, it shouldn't matter whether they touched a, a dick or a pussy 800 years ago. But exactly. for me, my eyebrow always go up. Yeah. Well, now that I think about it, for me, it might be a little d- deeper than that because I'm always skeptical of every motherfucking thing that comes out of people's <laughs> mouths. <laughs> you tell me you work somewhere. Sometimes I Google that shit. <clears throat> These days, you I'm have to be like that. I'm a natural skeptic with every You have to be like that because these people be lying. <laughs> these people be lying. These people be lying about the most ridiculous things, too. Shit, <laughs> you told me you were top, I'll be like, bitch, let me see if you know, got fucked somewhere before. <laughs> now, yeah, I don't believe any of your hoes. You go in the Ooh. room, they bent over. Just leave Jesse Smollett out of this. Shut up. Leave him out of this. Baby. Uh -uh. Yeah. um, I guess. (laughs) Do we have anything else to say about bisexual? No, I think think Lindsay ate that cake and spit it out. Okay. Oh. I do. Wow. All right. I think we covered, I think we covered just about everything. We did. Um, we talked about things we need to work on. And also, I saw a lot of people on Twitter um, re- retweeting the video with Lisa Ray and um, Vivica E. Fox and the parts that they said. It's like, yeah. I don't see nothing wrong with what they said. There are people that want to be on the other side of this, this, and that, but it's an implication. Like, why does that matter? And I think... I would say to anyone who watched that video, just listen to what Selena Johnson had to say. She said it very eloquently and she really put things into perspective. Absolutely. She really, yeah. Yeah. I'm glad that she was there. Mm -hmm. Um, But uh, what I was going to add was the fact that gay men were speaking up and saying that they didn't see nothing wrong with the video is where I'm saying they need to check their fucking not privileged, but they need to stay in this place. Well, they're biphobia. They're biphobia. Well, biphobia. Like, you're not bi. How are you speaking exactly? If that is... <laughs> if that... See, I don't like that. I don't like when certain members of the queer community take the mantle and think they can talk for every letter. Exactly. Your, whatever letter corresponds to your experience... That mm-hmm. is what you speak about. Absolutely. I think the Mind G you, this is the heterosexual LGBTQ... girl that talks about gay issues, but leave me alone. 
Right. <laughs> but you can't speak for bisexual people. No, you can't. Stop. Mm-mm. Anyway, stop being scared of bisexual folks. They do exist. Um, they've been around for a long time. Just because they aren't in the middle of the fucking Kennedy scale does not mean that they're lying also. <laughs> it doesn't mean they're lying. If they suck two dicks and fuck one pussy in a week, that don't make them any less bi. <laughs> like, it's no margin of quota they have to meet. Exactly. And it's, it's also no, it's none of your thing. business. <laughs> none. If people would just mind their business, the world would be a great place. It really would. Stop going up under people's clothes, trying to decipher whether there's a dick there, whether there's a pussy there. Stop going into people's bedrooms. Oh my God, because everyone has to Just make mind sense your for own them. Business. You go in the bedroom and do what you need to do. Don't worry about what everybody else is doing. I know I'm not. Oh, that's one thing that we forgot. What did we you forget? Know, well, we kind of talked about it. However, you know when people, they keep saying that I need you to let me know that you used to fuck with, like if you're a straight woman, you're yes. dating a man, he needs to let you know right away that he's talked, dated, or fucked men in the past. Why would he do that? Why would he do that? Why would he do that? Do you on the first date start telling people everybody you didn't that fuck? you got six kids? That d- did you want to know Not that he that. had four baby I used to mothers? Fuck John, John, Boo Boo, Little Man, KK. Everybody. <laughs> little Man, and KK. Little Man. <laughs> like. Pumpkin. Why do I have to go down a list of people I fuck? I don't have to talk about my sexual history. Not on no first date. I mean, are you going to make it comfortable for him to come out? Are you not going to ridicule him or reject him or be negative or any of those things? What they really want to say, and I need them to stop bullshitting this, I need you to tell me right away so I can leave. That you hate gay people. I don't want to be with no nigga that do no shit like that. Exactly. That's what it's about. It's not because you just want to know early in it and, you know, be comfortable. No. You want to see the red flag. And you ain't got to guess, like, if it's really a thing for you, because even in my own past, I've looked back and I don't know. I may have been with somebody that have been with, you know, you never know. You never know. And asking the question doesn't safeguard you. Like, this is how fucked up the world is. It doesn't make it comfortable. Like, people don't feel comfortable disclosing their sexuality or their proclivities because of the shame and the ridicule and the rejection. Mm-hmm. And in extreme cases, you know, it can mean life or death for them. Right. You know what I mean? So stop acting, stop lying like the world is so accepting. No, it isn't. 
Do I want people to get hurt? Do I want families to be destroyed? No. But you have to think about what causes this. The roots. Everybody's always like, oh, but these men willingly and they keep having kids. They keep ha- so what? Because Just they because might he- be straight. I mean, they buy. I mean, they still can be buy and want to have kids and have families. Should they not have kids? Like, and, and this is a very simple question. But if a man was like fully gay, will his dick get hard to go in a pussy to have kids? I really want to know. I, I I just genuinely it maybe well, why don't can. you tell us? <laughs> well, to my knowledge in reading all the several books I've read about science and human sexuality, mm-hmm. you know, I've come to find that if you are sexually attracted to a person, you get hard. You just do. I don't know how, but you do. It's just the, science or the biology. Blood rush, the, blood, the blood rushes. The because blood rushes. if you're sexually attracted, you're going to have an erection. Like, oh, people, I don't know. Just read. Um, yeah. Just read. Anyway, I definitely got to interview someone. Yeah, we could have someone um, bisexual on the show and try to avoid avoid all those horrible, um, inappropriate questions we... Yeah, we might get rid. (laughs) (laughs) We might get rid. But you know what? It's a learning experience. Yes, it is. And we're trying over here. We're trying. We're checking our own privilege. Yes. so that's a wrap on those dicks, on that topic. Yes. And all the above. I'm going to give a special shout out to all the many fans that have been supporting. I saw someone that gave us a new review on Apple oh, Podcasts. Wow. Thank you. Oh, I really appreciate it. I'm actually going to read it. They said, I'm not really a podcast guy, but this show keeps me entertained and listening closely. I love it. Oh, wow. And we love you. We love you. Five-star review. And that was from L. LaRage. Come on, L. LaRage. Yes, I live. Thank you. Thank you. Now, also, I'm asking all of the listeners, buy your Hard to Swallow merchandise. Yes. Take pictures in it. I'm going to post you on my page with 30,000 followers on Instagram, and I will tag you. (laughs) Yay. How special. I'm I'm kidding. (laughs) But no, I just want to see how cute you all look in this stuff. I know. Especially with me on it. (laughs) 
I actually just um I got one of the bags that I designed. Um I just got my this is cheap bag. It's <laughs> <laughs> cute. It's cute. I might wear it. I might All carry of these, it around. Some um, designs were you know, well, Emmy came up with all these concepts. So kudos to you, Em. Especially my lovely self-portrait that I love. <laughs> and that yeah. literally is me. My hood-ass boyfriend looked at it and was like, it looks like you. How is that possible? <laughs> Listen, but it does look like me. It's definitely my essence. The essence of Lindsay. The essence of Lindsay. Also, be sure to download and listen and stream Lyrical Mars music on yes. all major music platforms. You can yes. find him yes. under Mar, period. <laughs> period. Yes, the enigma. Oh, yeah, I like that. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Yes. Oh, and somebody has a birthday coming up. I don't yes. know. Emery, your birthday is coming up. Wow. Emery's birthday is coming. That's Another why you Wow. and melancholy now. Yeah, he always gets melancholy around his birthday. <laughs> always melancholy. <laughs> the same time, same year, same thing. No, I and... don't. <laughs> okay, yes, I do. <laughs> yes, he does. I was like, hey. okay, surly, melancholy, great. Let's wish him a... <laughs> it's coming, guys. We might do another show before then. Hooray. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> it's in October. He's a lovely Libra. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. And also, we have another birthday pass coming up. Um, Jay Bolin's birthday is coming up. It sure is another oh, yeah. another Libra. Another Libra. Another Libra. I mean, we have him back for his birthday? Damn, you gonna <laughs> act that on live? <laughs> <laughs> Let me cut that out. <laughs> I'm gonna pee my pants. <laughs> shit. Big shit. Let me get you over there trying. Okay. All right. Follow us at HTS underscore podcast on Instagram and Twitter. Write us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and all other podcast apps. Please. And we are out, swallowers. Bye. Bye, bye, bye. no lie, baby. Yes, it is. Does it smell it? Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, <silly>. yeah. <laughs> I wonder if Abby Wilson comes alive.